Welcome back to Divinity 648. This session is an overall general collective reading. Doesn't matter your zodiac sign, doesn't matter your placements, doesn't matter how old you are. This is collective energy, okay? And please note that while I am channeling during this session, I am stepping into the various energy that is around. So my language might differ. My accent may change, my demeanor may change, I may step off topic, there's hidden gems in those uh, sections when I'm kind of wandering off in the channeling and then I come back. So you want to listen to what is being said and always come back if it ends up applying or resonating down the road for more information. Collectively. A lot of people are becoming independent. This is not an independent with, I'm moving out on my own, I'm getting, well, it could be, I'm moving out on my own, I'm getting a divorce, I'm going to stay single, I'm no longer following this religious belief, I'm no longer uh, following this traditional value, I'm no longer uh, in alignment with... Um, you know, the way a lot of government stuff, obviously, there's a lot of conflict, a lot of heaviness. The reason for all of that is this influence from the goddess of Lilith, right? Vibration 29, independence. You know, everyone is being independent more on some scale one way or another. It's your thinking. It's the way that you allow people to use you or the way that you allow yourself to love and be loved, right? A lot of you are going through that influence. We're also going to be influenced uh, by Bronwyn, the goddess, vibration number seven. Um, major, major, major energy, right? Because it's also bringing in forgiveness. Forgiveness is coming forward with this energy of now that I have become independent, right? Now that I have, and this could be different ways, right? You could get things reversed. Depending on where you are in your life, the energy will hit you that way. But regardless, all of this is coming through. Um, it's forgiveness. It's forgiveness because you're opening the understanding that the people who have hurt you or crossed you or have done things uh, to you, you are now understanding it was a part of a lesson, right? It's it's that it's that ability to raise above three dimensional conflicts and see things for the lessons that they are, right? It's that understanding that we have soul ties, soul contracts, thus we have soul mates with a big S, right? Lots of them, karmic partners, um, especially. And this is because they are meant to enter our lives and challenge us in ways that make us grow. And if you're not doing the work, then you'll crumble, right? You'll stay stagnant. You'll be stuck in that victim mentality. So it's time to get grounded, right? Collectively, everyone needs to be more grounded. There's so many incredible ways to get grounded, um, but it's important that everyone is grounded, right? You don't want to be that bag that's blowing around in the streets or getting stuck in trees. So the best way to ground your energy is to just put your feet flat, take a couple of deep breaths, focus on your uh, breathing, drink some water. Excuse me. Always uh, put yourself in protection. There's an awesome, awesome video on YouTube called 12D Shielding. I do that to myself, my kids, everyone in my life that interacts with me um, that I work with, right? Like before our session begins, I put the entire session in 12D Shielding. 
I put my my personal space at my home, like my home is in 12D shielding. Um, and, and that is because, for, well, if you watch the video, it's on uh, my YouTube channel, Divinity 648, but it's on the playlist under recommendations, right? So there's something there called uh, 12D shielding. There's also some HZ frequencies on there. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome vibrations. You want to start working with frequencies. You want to start grounding your energy. That way your mind can stay focused and you're not feeling um, stretched thin, pulled in different directions kind of deal, unable to move forward because of the stagnation. So that's why you want to make sure you stay grounded and level-headed. Your chakras are more likely to remain balanced when you're constantly doing the effort to maintain mind, body, soul, spirit, and energy. Um, once you get through the understanding and you can see where you're at, if you're in that point where you need to focus on being grounded, or if you're at that point right now where you're working on forgiveness or receiving forgiveness, um, key thing with forgiveness, right? Number one, always forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for letting people do certain things to yourself. Forgive yourself for you doing things to other people. And if you cannot verbally have a conversation with that person or ask that person for forgiveness, you can do that through a spiritual conversation with them. You know, um, one thing I learned while learning and understanding uh, mediumship as it was developing within me was... The person doesn't have to be passed on to communicate with their energy. A spiritual conversation is as simple as the way you would pray or, you know, communicate to a loved one who has passed away. You do that to a living individual and subconsciously they get that information. They get that energy, you know. Um, and whether or not they decide to forgive you or whether or not their demeanor changes towards you will show you um, where they stand. Uh, or maybe they'll just mention something to you. So forgiveness comes on many, many uh, levels of just communicating right? Communication is so important. And you can do that independently. You don't have to have the other person a part of the dialogue. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, collectively, a lot of individuals should be working on trusting their path. Trusting your path, right? Meaning knowing you are where you are supposed to be. It means trusting that intuitive pull, that guidance that you've been trying to fight for a very long time because of um, comfort zones. So you're trusting your path and you're looking at life like, you know, this is my life. I have one, <laughs> right? If I could do anything in this world, this is what I would be doing. And you're not stopping there anymore now, right? Now you're putting a business plan together. You're looking into places. You're actually taking physical, tangible steps to pursue your path, right? That's what your path is. You close your eyes. You take deep breaths. You ground your energy. And you... Just ask yourself, if I could live anywhere, where would I live? Okay, I got to execute the plan and get my ass in gear and get there, right? Um, the crumbling is taking place for a lot of people, especially those in that independent energy where I've got to separate myself from this relationship or I've got to separate myself from this arrangement or this partnership or this business or this career, like... A lot of you who have been clinging and, and not taking the steps because of comfort zones and other obligations or mindsets, 
everything around you might be coming down, right? It's like uh, you had plenty of opportunities to take action and you didn't. So now the universe has no choice but to cause conflict in your life to force you out of that situation and into the correct situation, right? So now once you're going, once you make it through that hard time where everything is like going crazy, you release soul patterns, you release contracts, you release um, karmic energy from past lives. Everyone here has a past life. This is not your first life. This is not the only planet here. We've had other lives in other planets and even some here. And usually when we reincarnate on the same planet, we reincarnate because there's residual energy. There's leftover energy. There's um, either one, you have the choice to come back here and be that divine light that guides people and helps people through, or you come back here because you miss or you want to redo something or you want to experience something again. Um, Nobody here is is not reincarnated. Like everyone has gone through that process numerous times, okay? So the universe is telling you, don't get stuck here. Don't get stagnant. You came here to accomplish things. So that way, the natural energy, the life here can continue on a better path, right? It's like, um, it's like a, oh, they're giving me a video game. It's like a video game or like Sims or like uh, Minecraft. You know, you build this amazing creative place and lots of other players get to, or Fortnite, lots of other players get to chime in and they can rob and steal and destroy everything that you did for their own benefit. So then you decide, oh, I don't like that. And you come back down and you kind of reshape things or, you know, uh, be that light, be that influence to help everyone, right? Um, Or you get stagnant. It's like you came here for a reason and you got stuck or, you know, you wanted to contribute to something so beautiful here. But when you got here, you know, uh, ego and earthly uh, temptations have blinded you. And the universe is just not having it. They're making sure that you don't get stagnant. So trust your path, trust that intuitive pull, right? Understand that it keeps coming up for you for a reason. Understand, understand that, um, They want you to pursue the things that you wanted to pursue originally. We have soul contracts before we are even here, right? We are meant to cross paths with individuals who will do us harm if we allow them. This is that point where you no longer stay in that victim stage. You have to accept your part. There was red flags and you ignored them. I'm not saying you deserved it. I'm saying own it. If you get stuck in that victim situation, you're not going to get where you're supposed to be. It's like a GPS. You can see the map. It says to go straight. And yet, for some reason, you bid right. Own it. You got to own it. That's that's the way through it. You, You can't say I'm the victim. You have to own that. You know, it's like people um, constantly do you wrong or I'm tired of being just shitted on all the fucking time. It's like, why is it that I do everything by the book and I follow all of the goddamn rules and yet for some reason I'm always the motherfucking problem and yet you got people out here doing the craziest, shadiest things out in the open and they just get a green pass. That's not acceptable. So instead of you sitting there being the victim and then you decide you want to just throw your life away and be disruptive because, hey, you're the problem, right? You decide to own that. So you follow your path and you trust your intuition and you do something with that energy, right? 
You become an advocate. You become a voice. You become the change that is necessary. But it's okay to have fun, right? It's okay to do the things that light up your soul. It's okay to um, entertain things that, you know, change your vibration, make you happy. Always want to go towards the things that fulfill you um, and bring positive energy into you. Go on vacations more. You know, it's like you get, I don't know about you guys, but in the working field, it's like you get X amount of vacation days, but yet you work and plow through all of it. You know, it's like, when do you stop and take a mental health break? When do you stop and make sure that you have the exact amount of balance in all areas of your life? Again, Zodiac, birth chart, check all your placements, check your houses, reflect on your houses and what each house means. Actually look at that situation that you're experiencing and ask yourself, am I balanced? What the fuck do I need to do in this house to make sure this house is clean? You know, what I like to do when I'm trying to work on my houses and make sure that I can maintain balance in my life, right? Because I don't want to be chaotic. I apply every house in my chart to a section of my house in my home. So when I clean, I clean everything, right? While I'm cleaning, I can see the situation of that placement of that house. And I can see the energy and who I'm dealing with in the situation in real life. And I work my way through it while I'm cleaning in that room. And it's like as I'm cleaning, I'm visualizing everything and I'm seeing what I what I my faults are, right? Because at first you can't just jump on other people's faults if you're not addressing yours first. You have no ground to stand on. You have to be balanced in all areas of your life and you have to be in a squeaky clean glass house before you start shitting on other people's houses. You feel me? So make sure you're doing something like that to that extent. I love, love to freshen my home up with the Thieves house cleaner. You can buy it from Amazon. You could get it from my website, divinity648.com. I've got a shop on there called Hidden Gems. It's literally like hidden gems. Read the ingredients. Read the spiritual benefits of all of those ingredients and your mind is just going to be like, why didn't I know this sooner? Right? So I'll freshen up my home with that. After I clean everything, I'll go around and I'll spritz that around the floor and then I'll wash the floor with it, you know, just to freshen it up. So that way the energy stays good, you know, or you sprinkle some of the stuff in the diffuser and you, you do it around the house no more than an hour at a time, right? Because it's oil. You don't want to breathe all that in all the time, especially if it's not 100% pure, which is why I only work with the Vitality line um, for extended period, like for stuff like that. Like if I'm in the same room as the diffuser, you know, it's the Vitality line. I do use Palo Santo and stuff like that, um, but I do stick with the Vitality. If like, if I can't put it on my tongue, I don't want to breathe it in. Do you understand? So, Cleaning your houses, work through those problems, you know, set your alarm clock to like two hours before you have to actually be somewhere or get up, stay in bed for 30 minutes with your eyes closed and just focus on your breathing. It's no different than a computer glitching and you have to unplug it to reset it and make it work good, right? So you have to unplug yourself. Sleeping is not unplugging because your soul is still active in astral. So sleeping doesn't do enough. Mind, body, soul, energy. Mind, body, soul, spirit, energy. Excuse me, they corrected me. Um, so you lay in bed for 30 minutes with your eyes closed. You might drift off again. You can set an alarm just so you know that you'll get up on time, but more than likely you will jump or just wake up on your own when you're supposed to. 
you can also get up and sit with yourself. Um, I don't know, 2000, I think it was, um, yeah, it was St. Patrick's Day of 2017, if I'm not mistaken. I was on the porch, I don't know, it was 2017 at some point. I was on the porch at my sister's house, and I literally had her conscious sitting on my lap, right, having a, a deep conversation with her. And, and she couldn't deny it, and she didn't try to. Um, you got to do the same thing for you, right? You have to sit down with yourself, and you have to give yourself that much-needed pep talk, right? You got to have fun with your life, but you don't want to have too much fun. You have to have balance in all areas of your life. You have to have balance in all sections. Otherwise, that imbalance will spread. It's it's like um, the domino effect. And then you've got problems in all areas of your life and you're overwhelmed. And then there's that accountability. You've got to own your shit. You know, it's like you... Okay, something specific. Here's a hidden gem for you. Someone who's going to listen to this. You enter a third-party relationship with someone knowing that they were intimately involved with someone else. Okay. That was a choice you made. You were not promised anything. So it is unacceptable to be causing or 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 being the root to wreaking havoc in other people's lives who have nothing to do with that third party relationship. If you are not happy in your relationship, deal with it. But do not pour your emotions off on other individuals who have nothing to do with nothing. It's like you go to work and you shit on people because you're so bitter inside. You got to own your shit. It's called accountability. You know? When people can look you right in your face and say you're a fucking asshole, you got to really reflect on your energy and understand that, okay, maybe I am a fucking asshole. Why am I the asshole? What is it about my life that needs to be changed? And if it's too late to change it because you're stuck in that victim energy that I've lost my whole life and I'm never going to have kids and I'm not going to be happy and all this other shit then that's your life for the rest of your fucking life. Keep it to yourself. You don't need to make other people miserable. Go on more vacations. And it's not just the people at work that think you're an asshole. Your own family thinks you're a fucking asshole. Deep breath. That's a lot to swallow. Sit down with yourself. Ground your energy. Drink more water. Deep breath. It is sad when you are an asshole to everyone around you and you don't even notice it until somebody has to say it to you. A therapist isn't going to help that. You're the only person who's going to help that. Own that shit. You made the choices you made in your life, nobody else. Doesn't matter if you were misled. Doesn't matter if you were holding on to a certain dream. You still made the choice. There was red flags everywhere and you blew right by them and continued. That's your shit. That's not anybody else's. So a lot of people are going through this, you know, I need more balance in my life. Where am I unhappy? Figure that shit out. That's not anybody else's job to do it but your own. You know, and I don't mean like talking to a therapist. I don't mean like talking to all your friends. I mean talking to self. Go through old photos. I have a Instagram page called Hidden Gem. 
And what I did is I took down frequently all of my social media, like over many years, but I always downloaded all my photos and stuff. So I put them all on shuffle. Not all of them. I have more to post, but I'm being lazy about it because I, I don't like people in my life. But I'm, I'm going to do it because it's part of the journey, right? It's reflection. It's going through old photos, finding the old you that you used to love. Look at your life. See who you are. Where did things go wrong? When did things go wrong? Look at the dates. You know, fall back in love with living. You don't have to do what I did with an Instagram page by putting everything on shuffle. But you could do it in a different way just by reminiscing. You need to spend more time doing that. Um, moving on. So finding balance, maintaining balance is key. You get that easily after grounding your energy, right? So you're going to trust your path. You're going to follow your intuition. Otherwise, you're going to go through hardships. Because the universe is going to force you out of a situation that is not meant for you to stay in. Codependency is toxicity. You should never be codependent on anyone or any situation at any given time. Physical attachments is a distraction from the things that you really should be focusing on. And that's inner growth. That's self-work. That's making improvements. That's being a change. So honoring yourself, loving yourself enough to do more for yourself, you know, the way that you would jump and take that phone call for that person who always lets the phone ring five or six fucking times. Do that for yourself. When they start calling you, don't drop what you're doing and run to that phone. Finish what you're doing. Then get up and go get that phone. Are you, are you crazy? No way. It's like uh, the person who always calls you for a ride and you never ask them for gas because, you know, they've they've got their own shit that they're going through or, you know, you're just a humbled person and you just want to help. So you give them the ride, right? Like you're going through enough if you're calling me for help, right? And then you need something and they're in that position to help you. And it doesn't have to be with needing a ride, right? It could be on any level, whatever is going on. And you call them for help and they've got like hesitation and they've got like, oh, but there's other things I want to do. And it's like, you know, that's okay. Fuck it. I'll do it myself, right? Exactly those words. That's the energy. Like there's a song called uh, uh, Do It Myself. I don't know if that's the right words. I'm sorry. But it's by a guy named Russ. And I'm actually um, I'm not going to add that to my playlist, but it will be in my um, hidden gem playlist that is public. And that's the energy. So if you play that song to yourself, you'll feel it. And it swears in it. So, you, you know, it's not for everybody, but that's the vibration, right? That's the vibration that pulls you out of that victimized energy that creates all that stagnation and toxicity in all areas of your life. So you've got to, you know, kind of get that, that feeling of being played with and manipulated and disrespected and shitted on. And you got to step on it. And you got to burn it. And you got to use it as fuel to get shit done on your own. You know, it's like a housing court. Um, I lived in one apartment, this, this apartment that I live in, I've been here since 2017. You know, as soon as I moved in, my landlord, uh, my landlord's daughter, who is also the landlord, tells me, oh, my brother really loves, you know, he's like in love with you. He's like obsessed with you. He, you know, after you left that day that you saw the apartment, he was like, I'm going to make that girl mine. I'm, that's my girl. Right. And I'm smiling. I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That was nice. And then she starts telling me about how she uh, would <laughs> snoop on her previous tenants by hiding her car on her father's side and cutting through and just sitting in her apartment and listening to them. 
she specifically tells me about one situation where they were fighting right after they thought she had left and they broke the kitchen window and then they lied to her about how the the window got broken and they um you know fixed it or whatever and she's like it was you know basically just going on and on and on but what she didn't realize was that she was showing me who she was right that's the energy that some people are also kind of sitting in people are showing you who they are okay so i i move into this apartment and this relates to a lot of people right now collectively i move into this apartment you know um right away first winter no heat um cracked exchanger carbon boiler whatever was going on right they fix it for the rest of the winter but they know they have to replace it next winter comes i get an oil delivery i'm so sorry um the oil that just got delivered because clearly it's cold in this apartment for me to order oil uh, you can't use it because I got to replace the boiler system, but I'm giving the house to or selling the house to my son-in-law. So he's going to handle everything. Well, now I've got to wait. Right. So I'm going weeks. Because now we have to do it right, supposedly, and we got to order parts and we got to wait for parts. And then we got to wait for help because he's inexperienced and it's not a professional coming. It's, well, it's his boss that came, you know? So it's something that you're doing in between. Well, that's nice, but that's something you would do. You would do it that way for yourself, not a paying customer, right? Because a landlord-tenant relationship is a business owner and a paying customer. I'm paying you for products, goods, or services. There's laws here. Same laws as I'm going into a store to buy something. There's laws here. You want to do things as on the side when it's fucking cold outside. You do that for yourself. When somebody's paying you, they expect things to be on point. You wouldn't want to go to a restaurant and your food gets served to you and it's, it's frozen. Right? You want it nice and warm. Otherwise, why are you paying for a frozen meal? So first year, no heat. Second year, no heat. Third year, here, no heat. 12 degrees outside, right? 19 degrees outside, excuse me, in December, no heat, okay? So I, I've been doing procurement for 15 years. I know what a back charge is. And I know that a landlord-tenant relationship is a business conversation. It's a business transaction. That's why you can claim it on taxes. So I backcharge two months knowing that I'm technically entitled to three months for damages, for violating my state housing rights, minimum housing law. Everyone has them. So I get called into court for an eviction. Like I'm some idiot. Like I'm someone who doesn't know the law. And like I'm someone who's just going to put up with it. Right? Meanwhile, I'm the one going three years with no heat. I'm the one putting up with coming home and my apartment door is unlocked. I'm the one coming home and every time I open my apartment door, the upstairs apartment door gets opened. I'm the one who has no privacy when my company comes over. And I never have company over. So the rare times that I do allow people over and I've got somebody listening at my door so, so obviously. Like you could hear the air on the door. Like you actually touched my door. And I, when I literally got up, said something out loud, like get away from my door. And my friend was looking out the window and saw them walk away from the door and go up the stairs. That's bad. That's hostile. That's toxic. That's against the law. It's against the law. And I'm saying this because there's a lot of people who are going to be drawn to this video. Uh, or if you're on the podcast, this podcast, and you've gone through this, or you're going through it, or you're about to go through it. Mass Legal Help is in a free resource online. And you have all the tools you need to know your rights and what is allowed and what is acceptable and what is not. Okay? 
So when you go to court and you get burned, you can't play a victim unless you're being wronged. And if you're being wronged, you file an appeal or you escalate it to a different court, right? And you don't just do the bare minimum, you go for damages because now you're going through emotional duress and hardships that you shouldn't have to be going through. And I don't know why I need to say this to someone, but somebody needs to hear this. It is unacceptable the way that things have been going on. You know, it's like um, common sense. And another uh, influence that, that is being brought up to my face is the lack of accountability that takes place around here in general, like collectively. It's like, uh, you know, the, the city I live in has a bridge that goes over to the next, uh, it's like a highway bridge or whatever. I remember for the longest time, it was shut down for years because it needed severe maintenance. We just had an earthquake. Everybody's driving on this bridge. No accountability. Nobody has stopped people from using that bridge to make sure it's still structurally sound. Everybody's just plowing over it. And then one of these days, it's going to crumble. And they're going to sit there and be like, Oh my God, it's a catastrophe. It's so tragic. How did this happen? Natural disaster. No, excuse me, red flag. Wave that red flag. No, accountability. You know, the bridge already has problems. That's why it was shut down for so long and you spent so much money fixing it. You shouldn't be allowing anyone to drive over that bridge without inspecting it thoroughly and even if you went over there and inspected it and and, you know somebody got in the water and checked it all out you still got cars driving over there that's reckless there's no accountability right there the responsible thing to do is to shut it down and make sure it's structurally sound in all areas before anybody drives over that bridge Now, you need to take what I just said about this bridge and overlap it to your life, right? Hidden gems here. I say things for a reason. Real life situations are happening and you're watching it happen to other people. You have to look at that differently and put it in your life and say, wait a minute. Common sense. How am I being reckless? What am I doing that needs to be fixed, right? Let me check myself. Even if I'm not doing anything wrong, let me still stop and check myself. And this applies at work too for some individuals, right? It's like um, like, uh, I, I would set up a routine in my office space where I do things in a certain way. I get things done a certain way. I file things a certain way. And then after a while, I stop. And I reflect on it. And while I'm working, you know, plowing through shit because I'm used to my routine and I can do things very quickly that way, I reevaluate it all the time. And I look for flaws and I write them down and I look at ways of how I can reevaluate, like reorganize or um, restructure my routine. So that way, those flaws that I've noticed during day-to-day work are no longer flaws. This is how you have to overlap things in your life as well. While you're living your everyday life, what is the problem? Okay, I always hit traffic here. Find a new route. I'm always late for work. Get an alarm clock. Every cell phone has one. Computers have them. Most radios have them. I don't know. I think Alexa does it. Get an alarm clock. Set multiple alarms. Change the tone of the alarm. Make sure every night before you get in bed that you physically check that alarm. You make sure it's set right. You make sure it's got the right tone on. That way there's no excuses and you are now with accountability, right? No more victim. Own that shit. You know, it's like with my kid's school, you know, the first day of school was remote learning and it was so structured and it was so organized and it, it was it was perfect. And my kids felt so confident. 
they were like, I'm going to do this. I'm so excited. You know, this is like awesome because they, they were happy. They were like, they, they loved the way that it felt. They were looking forward to the rest of the school year. Now it's overwhelming. They're stressed out. It's chaotic. You know, one class overlaps another class. Um, I'm supposed to be following a bell schedule, but there's no teacher in the session. So what am I in this session for? You know, why do I have to do this? I didn't go into that session or I didn't sign in because I, the last two times I signed in, there was no teacher. So what do I need to be there for? And then you get the school calling home all upset, you know, not upset. They're actually, those teachers are freaking amazing, man. And so is the office staff at everything that they're dealing with. But they call you and they're working with you and they're helping you. And they're like, you know, you have to follow this and you have to do this. And it's like, but the teachers are not doing this. You know, I'm arguing at home with my child over online education because I keep getting emails of COVID notices no way I'm sending my kid back there, you know, but they're not, they're not structured enough. They didn't stick to the first day of school. Like that was success right there. That was structure. That was discipline. That was order. And they didn't stick with it. They kind of every, you know, teacher for themselves. And it's like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, these kids are learning from home. These teachers should be still in that environment where they're able to teach these kids, like online learning should be online classroom. Yes, follow the bell schedule. There's a teacher waiting as if that teacher was in that classroom when you showed up to school. And yes, that teacher is teaching you the entire time they're in that classroom as you would have should you have been in school. To me, that's what remote learning is. You know, they're not in college yet. And even at that, the college format, the, the college platform for online learning is more structured, organized, and disciplined than what they're giving these kids. And when I was talking to one of the staff members, um, and I'm not upset with him for this, you know, one of the things that uh, she's, it was a woman actually uh, from one of the offices, she's like, well, you know, they're young adults, they're learning how to be adults. But don't set these young adults up who are learning how to be adults. Don't set them up for failure. You know, that's not right. There needs to be more structure. There needs to be more discipline. Classes should not be overlapping. They weren't overlapping when these kids were in the building. Teachers shouldn't be missing from the classroom. They weren't missing. I mean, some of them were, but there was a substitute or the lunchroom. So... There's a lot of frustration and um, chaotic energy going on. And what people have to also remember is we've been in Mercury retrograde. That means communication's been messed up. Everything's been a little stressful. Phones are glitching. Computers are glitching. Internet is glitching. You know, people are misunderstanding. And, and that's why it's so important to stay grounded. Grab a selenite wand if you need some help. Carry tourmaline with your energy, hematite, amethyst, citrine. You know, if you're not feeling good, your sleeping habits are off balance. Work with a uh, um, mukite jasper or, or jasper, whatever. You know, like you, you need to get into stones if you cannot consciously work with your energy. Allow the stones to do it for you, right? Selenite doesn't need any maintenance. It is a self um, reliant stone. It cleanses and purifies the air and the environment all around it. The energy all around it is purified. Imagine if you have one under your kids' beds. Imagine if you have one under your bed. Imagine if you have one in every room of your house. The energy is pure. No toxicity. Everybody's grounded. Everybody's leveled, right? No fighting. So, um, boundaries, right? Boundaries is some more energy that people are currently working through. Boundaries. What is in alignment with who you are? You do not go to work to get verbally abused. You do not go to work to be somebody's uh, outlet. Boundaries. 
if they are not respecting those boundaries, you walk away. It's called hostile working environment. People need to stop making that a normal routine, a normal place of uh, normal place in your life. That is not normal. It is not normal. This is not slavery. That is not a slave master abusing slaves to get shit done. There's a difference between getting frustrated because you're working and somebody's not good at what they do, right? And that's okay. That's like not everyone is good on computers. Not everyone is good with paperwork. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's just, listen, this needs to get done. And if you can't do it, then you need to say something because it's not going to work. And, and you shouldn't be stressed out in your position trying to work extra hard because somebody else is not good at what that's not meant for them. They're meant to do something different. You know, they're blocked on their path because they're doing the wrong job. There's a difference between that and somebody who comes around and just starts shit, talks a lot of shit and causes problems. Right? Big difference. Hostile working environments are against the law. When you are working in a situation that is so stressful like that, it messes with your cortisol levels, which, do your research, affects your body. And I know this firsthand, right? I've got a pituitary adenoma with a lesion that secretes hormones. My cortisol levels were out of control at one of the last jobs that I've had. Okay, that's because I'm working a full time job, busting my ass at that job, giving them more than what I was being compensated for was already at a pay cut because I wasn't getting the pay that I should have been getting as per my experience. Right. And then on top of it, I've got to overcompensate for other people who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing because they're so busy studying me and fucking with me. When I left there, it took me three and a half weeks to stabilize my cortisol levels and that's me going every week to the lab to check my cortisol levels to see where I'm at if I'm out of the dangerously high level yet stressful working environments also cause weight gain right can you imagine going to work and having a fucking sex offender as a boss when he hugged you come here give me a hug and he's humming in your ear I'll never forget having a boss like that that's disgusting right? It's like, um, he'd make like these comments, like I always wanted a hot, sexy assistant. That's sexual harassment, bro. You're a pedophile. You know, it's like you're sitting in your office and he's showing you pictures of his daughter's friends from the softball team that he used to coach on a beach next to his wife. And he's talking about their beautiful bodies. And it's like, you are a pedophile. I think you're a pedophile. And I, I think you're gross. Like, this is unacceptable behavior. And, and when you're constantly being shitted on by that same individual, that's going to affect you physically. Maybe you're gaining weight. Maybe you're losing your hair. Maybe you're gut breaking out in acne. You know, it's going to be different based on your zodiac placements because the zodiac energy affects the way that energy affects your physical body. If you uh, go to my recommendations tab on my website, there's a book about astrology. That astrology book and most others will tell you by each sign what parts of the body it governs and how it affects it and what symptoms you're likely to experience if you're not in alignment with that energy. So you look at your birth chart, you see where that zodiac placement is in your birth chart, you see that part of the body, and you look at that situation, and then you look at your houses to see what house it's in, and you make sure everything's on point so physically, you're okay. Remember what I said, you have to treat mind, body, soul, spirit, energy. Um, so boundaries, set some boundaries, you know, it's like my home. I don't appreciate anybody coming in my home when I'm not home and lying to my fucking face, right? It's like I, I had to call the cops because I knew that something was removed from my house. And then my intuitive said, leave the car door unlocked a little extra longer after your cousin leaves, it will show up in your car the next day. And sure as shit, it was there, you know, but I have to scream and make noise and get pissed the fuck off. 
for people to realize that I know what the fuck you're doing and it ain't going to happen. I'm not going to take it, right? Boundaries. There's ways to handle things. You don't have to get physical and aggressive and go beat somebody up. You can do things in other ways to make it very clear that you know and you're not accepting it. You know, it's like um, the other day, literally, literally just like three days ago, I'm at the gas station trying to pump gas. And this gentleman, um, while I'm walking into the store, actually, I was walking into the store to pay for the gas and he starts catcalling me. No, I'm not going to turn around and give you any of my attention. I have boundaries. Do you know who you're talking to? That shit does not impress me. You do not catcall me. Are you out of your mind? Like I'm some fucking dog, stray dog on the street? No way. There's a time and a place for everything. You approach with respect. And you ask for permission to interrupt what I'm doing to speak with me. And a lot of females out here don't realize like catcalling is not cute. It's not respectful to a woman's energy. That's little girl shit if you like that. Okay. A woman wants to be respected. So basically, nurture yourself, love yourself, drink more water. Water is the main ingredient in our bodies. The moon affects oceans, high tide, low tide, calm seas, rough seas. Drink lots of water. When the moon is shifting, it's going to affect you. That's why we have that saying, oh God, it's a full moon. Actually, I love full moons. It doesn't bother me. I think they're the best types. The best cycle in the the moon cycle is the full moon. It only bothers people who are not grounded and not in alignment with their true self. Drink water, more fruit, more vegetable than anything else. And remember, alcohol has a primary ingredient of death, which means it's low vibrational. It's toxic. It's bad for you, not just physically, but energetically. When you are under the influence of a substance, you invite other energies that like that type of energy. So if you're drinking alcohol, which is a low vibrational energy, you are attracting low vibrational energies to you, which is why I don't know why I always end up with the fucking shitheads. Stop going to the bars and drinking with shitheads and then taking them home. Newsflash, red flag. Not that, com- you know, it's like that, there's that thing again with the common sense. Um, these red flags are all in your face. You just ignore them. So see who you are. Love yourself. Spend 30 minutes a day in bed with your eyes closed. Have a spiritual conversation with yourself. Fall back in love with yourself and only accept those types of energies from other people. Okay.